are live. How do you feel? I am actually very nervous. Do <laughs> you want some? Are you I'm sure fighting. you don't want some alcohol? Okay. I'm fight. Well, maybe I'm fighting an uphill battle. Yes, you are. On ice skates. And okay. It's a hill of butter, and I'm. I'm actually dying. really good at ice skating, so I don't really know what you're complaining about, but that's interesting. I'm um, petrified. What? Oh, you're petrified. <laughs> that's not good when you're ice skating. No. Uh, you have to stay in motion pretty continuously. Yep. Are right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Already up, you guys. I'm Bryson Smith, and I'm Javin, and, and this, this is etc. A little bit different. Okay, so basically, we are starting a new what is this like series on our channel. This is sure. gonna be called. What, you, what did you want to call it? Again? I wanted to call it ad nauseum debates. Ad nauseum t- debates. And there so basically, are. the rules of this series is basically we have a pro Trump support to the left of me. Not and really. A, and a yeah. And then <laughs> just want to clarify, none of these arguments reflect our real life beliefs and stuff like this that. Is, this is entertainment. But, entertainment. And then we have a pro Biden support to the right yeah. of me. And so basically I'm gonna give each of them five minutes to try and persuade me to be pro Trump or yeah. pro Biden. Uh, I'm gonna have them play rock, paper, scissors one time and one time only, and whoever wins is gonna go first and they'll each get five minutes. So rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, wait, wait, on shoot or on scissors? Uh, scissors. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. Oh, wow. <laughs> I haven't got the first one. Thank God. So I'm going <laughs> to give him five minutes to spill as much knowledge Thank as God. he possibly can to try and make me a pro-Biden supporter. Uh, and that's going to start right now. Okay, so Joe Biden is actually a incredibly strong candidate Um Reason being, he had to compete against multiple Democrats in his own party that Trump did not have to do. He, they kind of just wrote him off as uh, he's a Republican candidate. And so Joe Biden actually had to crawl his way to the top, and he did so successfully. He has a long-standing career in politics, and he's done a lot of good with that. And, in, and he's made a lot of mistakes. I acknowledge the mistakes that Biden has actually made, and so has he. And he's grown from these mistakes and literally changed the course of American history in an extremely positive fashion. Now, the opposing candidate, Trump, has... Um, shown literally shown us what he looks like as a candidate if you're going to argue that he would do better that he could do better things for america you're fighting an uphill battle reason being he's proven to us time and time again that he's incapable of doing that in the four years he's been in office he has caused catastrophe after catastrophe and in fact is investing in future catastrophes relating with foreign relations um with russia and the uh the crisis of global warming he is utterly failed to address any issues relating to it and they're becoming increasingly relevant do you know which candidate did bryson i do not i think it would be joe biden actually (laughs) did he created a plan to address the global health uh health crisis global warming uh immigration literally every topic he could have tackled he has and has done so successfully you might not agree with all of them but at least it's more focused and um, invested than Trump's nonsensical rhetoric that goes from anywhere to white supremacy to, uh, I don't know, just being a general Nazi supporter. Like, <laughs> he's just... Wow. He's myopic in his mindset and insane in his ramblings. So, I'm essentially going to argue character and... Um, competency and uh, i believe caitlin's going to be arguing similar points for her candidate that is correct 
Yes. Thank you for speaking out of turn. Um, (laughs) Just interesting. Just wanted to note that. Um, So Joe Biden, in terms of competency, I don't even feel like I really have to argue it, considering that he's proven his competency in almost every single political field that he's been in. Now, there is one extreme criticism he's had, which is the tough on time crime rhetoric that he's held in, I think it was 1996, maybe it was earlier. No, it was earlier. Never mind. But he he um, pressed some policies that a was extremely damaging to a large population of America. And in modern times, he's not only addressed these issues, he's told everyone that he's changing them. He's working for the better. He has become a better politician as a result. What has Trump done in terms of correcting his own faults? What has Trump done in terms of changing his policies and his mistakes? He got impeached by the U.S. Senate. Um, he's got, he got a hearing, and he walked away with doing actual war crimes. <laughs> literally colluding and collaborating with Russia to the point of um, rigging the U.S. election, which he got away with, and just decomposing democracy as we know it. I don't really feel like I have any more arguments after this. He's just been really abhorrent, and Joe Biden has not been. So after this point, um, I'm going to argue his character. And his character is that he had to deal with a son who was... Um, struggling with drug addiction and he was extremely composed during this he had to deal with the scandal that this had and the impact this had on his career but he moved through it and supported his son publicly and privately and this is better than any relationship trump has ever had with any child period including his own um joe biden has been an upstanding citizen in multiple regards. He's helped lots of people, not only with healthcare, with the world global warming crisis. He's been there for people who need help instead of rich people who do not need help and in fact need to be taken down a peg. Now, you might not agree with those political opinions, but you have to agree that Joe Biden literally has helped millions of Americans and Trump explicitly has preyed upon them. I know who I'd vote for. I defer my time. <laughs> All righty. Um, that thank you, Javin. <laughs> yes, that was that was nicely done. Not gonna uh, lie, I got a little lost there. <laughs> um, you you did okay. That was I, I feel like I'm I believe in in Biden now. Yeah. Jk, we we're not sure quite yet. Um, moving on, we have the pro Trump supporter Caitlin, and we are gonna start her time. Can I see the timer? Yeah, you can see the timer. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm gonna be long winded. Right now. All right, first and foremost, I remember my statistic. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so... Crap. I didn't cite any statistics. I believe you're speaking out of turn, sir. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So I would like to begin by saying the fact that you believe Joe Biden is the primary candidate and would be the perfect candidate for the U.S. presidency, I think is extremely out of left field based mm-hmm. on the fact that he is a career politician and he's a career politician who has based his political career on race based policy mm-hmm. so the entire stigma surrounding the democratic left is the idea that they prey upon the black vote they prey upon the female vote and the vote of the minority joe biden has made a career based off of that solely 
namely the crime bill he passed that I believe you had referenced earlier. Um, going off of that, Donald Trump, however, is not a career politician. He's an American businessman who's, you know, created an empire, you know, granted with a small loan of a million dollars, but he's taken that and turned it into a multi-billion dollar empire. And with that, he has an in-depth understanding of how business works. And the United States as a whole, when you look at it, being a capitalist nation is a business. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of handling the current pandemic, he was deemed xenophobic by Joe Biden when he shut down airlines and all travel to and from China, primarily Wuhan, China, where the virus act was actually based. Um, with that, he prevented numerous deaths that could have, you know, come from that kind of travel and open and foreign domestic travel and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from that, he's also done a number for 401ks. And so our retirees, you know, they're profiting more than they would with a Democratic um, president and Democratic leader, which is highly beneficial, especially now that we're in a pandemic. You know, when you are facing a crisis of you don't know when your next paycheck is coming in, especially when that is something that you're reliant on as a 65 or over individual, and you're counting on that social security coming in to know that you can then go and pull from your 401k and have it had doubled or tripled what it would have under a Democratic president, I think is pretty astounding and pretty impressive. Moving mm. on past that, if you are below the age of 65, they've removed all the fees for you pulling out of your 401k. So rather than having to be dependent on uh, not social security, but social programs such as food stamps and other welfare aid inclusive of unemployment income, you can then go and pull free from your 401k without the penalties. Trump understands that we are in a crisis and that we need to move forward as a whole. And in order to do that, we need to stimulate the economy. And that may be pulling from your 401k. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I think that's extremely beneficial to the people. Moving forward with his character, obviously there's some you know, unlikable characteristics about him, primarily what he says. However, in history, we have not had a president so vocal and open with the populace. I think the fact that we have a president that's able to speak freely over social platforms as we do as private citizens is something that is revolutionary and beneficial to the presidency. Sleepy Joe Biden doesn't do that. He Mm -hmm. hides behind Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris has a mouthpiece that handles all of her Instagram and social media like that. So we are only getting pieces of them funneled through news media, uh, consumable media, including newsprint, uh, YouTube outlets, things like that. We're not hearing from them directly. However, with Trump, he's taken that extra step and kind of removed the fourth wall and is communicating with the people directly. Furthermore, I think it's really impressive that we finally have a president that is comfortable with removing members of his cabinet when they don't do their job correctly. We have not had a president that has done that in such high frequency before. Um, furthermore, I know that you had made a comment um, regarding, oh gosh, I might have lost my train of thought. I was going really good and then I forgot. Eh. You regarding one of my points? Yeah, I was going to reply to one of your points. I forgot what was it was. Was it his impeachment? Oh, yeah. Conveniently enough, it was his impeachment. He is the third person in U.S. history to have been successfully, well, not successful, but, you know, impeached. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that really undermines his character too much, being that it has happened before. Mm-hmm. However, moving on to uh, Joe's policies, if you look at his uh, financial policy and his tax policy moving forward, he wants to tax 21.6% of the income of people who make over $400,000 a year. 21.6 or 
26.1. My bad. Is. Got it backwards. Yeah. Thank you. Um, he wants to tax that. And to me, that sounds an awful lot like trickle-down economics created by Reagan, which the Democrats didn't really like at the time. Um, so I find it fascinating that they're pulling from conservative ideals such as that. Um, moving on, I think that you know Joe Biden doesn't remember his first and last name. He doesn't remember that he's running for the presidency. I don't want a president with Alzheimer's nor a stutter. I want confidence. Thank you. I yield my time. There it that is. Time. Yeah. Wow. That one second, man, right. she really devastated me. Round of applause. Um, both you guys did well. Thank you. Um, I'm really split in the middle. Well, first off, um, I'm curious to know, like, do you actually believe everything you were saying? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's what I was like. Because I, I gotta say, I, I kind of lost. So I was like, I don't believe some of these things I'm saying. Yo, I'm like, wow, she is really, like, I know uh, this is for entertainment purposes, yeah. but I'm like, she is really going in right now. Absolutely like, not. I'm like, to, to defend him, even as a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that feel? Oh, I wanted to throw up <laughs> the entire time. Um, As far as per- persuading me to be pro-Biden or pro-Trump, uh, after hearing both of them, I've both of them, I've made my decision, and I think I'm going to go with Biden. Why? Because oh, I was going to say, um, me personally, I don't trust Trump, and I don't. I think the bar is set really low for someone like that to be in office. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just you can but say like, something. Uh, yeah, and and to be fair, she was fighting a. I, I really did mean it when she was when I said she was fighting an uphill battle, mm. considering just what we uh, the context of what we all believe in politics. But based sheerly off of argument, who would you go with? Like, let's oh. say you had no idea. Oh, politics uh, that that's see, that's why it's it's hard. Um, I think you guys both made pretty strong points. I would like to add to my argument really quick that Trump does want to do away with Social Security uh, going forward, which means Social Security will run out, and I believe twenty thirty six, in which case you will profit more from your paycheck. Yeah. So um, if you're looking for longevity uh, financially, Trump. Uh, Trump might be the best option for you. That yeah. is for the rich, right? Just mm-hmm. No, what? He's for the people. He's for Bryson. everybody. We're a capitalistic nation. I've made my decision. <laughs> Biden. Biden. Okay. Now W. <laughs> um, I kind of want to do a kind of like a cross analysis of what we kind of yeah, dissect we what we argued. Yeah. Um. I find it really funny that I said he was impeached for colluding with the Russian government to skew our uh, actual election. And and this was proven like there are actual yeah. records of this yeah. factually. And I, I just found it funny that you said, yeah, but lots of presidents have been impeached. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it, it's the truth, context. though. You go through history. It's absolutely the truth. We have right. instances of that all over the place. The difference is they haven't been caught is because they're not right. as open and upfront about it and maybe as sloppy. Right. Um, but we definitely have instances of that. And there is there is a reason. And I think it kind of, you know, highlights my point here. Why? He wasn't necessarily, you know, found guilty of it and why the Mueller report was just kind of over and done with. I think that really kind of highlights just the corruption in general. Oh, for sure. Um, mm. and, and in fact, this is not untrue for the Democratic part, Party either. Um, for example, and I don't know the full context of this, so if somebody does, please inform me and I, I think people will We're just <laughs> when it comes fun. to politics. Um, but uh, Obama, he, um, he deported Lots and lots and lots of immigrants uh, during his office. So Trump definitely wasn't the one who set the precedence for that, even though Democrats do tend to vilify him for that practice. As do I. I don't think it's good to do. But Obama did do that. 
just saying the Democrats are not um, going to come out with their nose cleans on that one. And Joe Biden um, with the crime bill, I kind of downplayed how devastating that was to a lot of Americans. It really did hurt. Uh, and what the crime rates did go down, but it disproportionately affected African Americans and yes. was a fucking nightmare. I mean, just literally <sighs> taking away that many rights from that many people. It really dark time. Um, and yeah. he was responsible. He was a pioneer of that. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> um, I do want to say something. Um, as far as this whole, like, I keep forgetting about the name of this new uh, series. Ad nauseum debates. I, ad nauseum. I really want to know what you guys think of this, though. I'm curious, because this is our first time doing this, and I think it's pretty cool. Like, we're going to have debates and whatnot, pro this, pro that. Um, and I, I'm, we're just curious to know what you guys think of it. You can give us feedback on any of it. I, just, I wanted to say that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little more structured. It's a little Definitely. more direct, and we kind of get to play devil's advocate uh, like she did. Brilliant. It. If I'm honest, I actually would have chosen her. I mean, she <laughs> she gave clear facts, and I kind of just rambled about random details. <laughs> I just said things and said that this was indicative of characteristics while she made a clear But I'm argument. coming at it from knowledge of Trump. Like yeah, You yeah. were saying, yeah. like, if I didn't know and I just yeah. heard, like, it had been different. That's yeah. the thing. That was the difference. I would so. like to add something, though, a little bit educational for this. Um, okay. It's extremely important, especially being that we are in the midst of an election. Right, the Biden care program that Joe Biden wishes to push through is resemblant of Obamacare. And there is a huge stigma that that is socialized medicine. It is not socialized medicine. It is so off the beaten path of what socialized medicine is. It's healthcare for all. And there's a substantial difference. Socialized medicine is what you see in countries such as Canada, where we actually have a high immigration uh, population coming over because if let's say you, you live in Canada mm-hmm. You're, you're skiing. You break your leg. You're now on a wait list to get seen. Yeah. Theoretically. By yeah. the time you get seen, your your legs healed backwards over your head. You know, now you have to get on a list for surgery. So what ends up happening is we actually have a high population of Canadians coming over the border to seek health care in the United States and paying out of pocket for it. Um, with that said, that is not what Biden care is going to be. It's not going to be this socialized medicine. We are too large of a country. We are too founded on capitalism to even begin to become a socialist nation. So all the fear and the building and the, the horror stories of we're going to become a socialist nation if we vote democratic or mm-hmm. if we heightened taxes or if we do any kind of like social reform social health care things like that i just i just wanted to dispel that myth we're not heading down that route whatsoever yeah it, it um when i was researching it, it actually seems fairly conservative as a policy um it i is. don't know if any other presidents have pushed that kind of thing other than in rhetoric but uh it, it actually seems pretty compelling to republicans i know that they don't we lived in such a polarized time and it's unfair to kind of say, Oh, Democrats do this and Republicans do this. But it is true that Joe Biden does represent the uh, democratic party and people often associate the democratic party with, like you said, socialism. Mm -hmm. But really I think you should look into Joe Biden's policies. They're some of them are fairly conservative. And while I don't agree, um, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Were you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to add, I mean, the Biden care policy, the Biden care plan that they're hoping to put through in terms of providing uh, health care to all also supports a private option. So it's like if you don't want generalized health care, 
you don't have to have it. You can go for the private option. You can go to work and select Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cobra, you know, FEP, yeah. whatever, versus the, the buy and care option. But it is available to people who don't have that or don't have the leniency to have access to those kinds of programs. Um, I just want to throw it out there. I hear people right. left and right talking about socialized medicine. I'm like, it's not happening. I actually have family um, who work, and a lot of my family works in medicine. And um, one of them is a consultant for uh, medical administration. And he actually said that private options, their only downside, which socialism off- offers a kind of like a supplement to, is that they're not coordinated. They don't coordinate their information as effectively. Right. So... But they do do a lot of things that are more efficient, that one private um, medical institution can find a better way of doing something and go against the status quo. And this can improve competition amongst other private practices. The issue is they're not coordinated, and so they don't set the precedence for each other very often. So there's actually money that can be made from privatized medical corporate uh, medical administration that doesn't require a, a socialist... Um, uh, tactic to solve. Uh, that's what one person in my family told me, and he was opening up a business to to do something with that. So wow. um, exciting, super exciting. I actually disagree with that idea, but I think it's a really solid idea to go for and to kind of thrive off of. I don't really know what the point of all that was, but I no, said it, and good. there it is. No, but we were just kind of just going over stuff. Um, yeah. But I think that we, we wrapped oh, it up. I, I really do want to say uh, this is completely personal, and I'm just going to say it. Um, I think it would be incredibly irresponsible to vote for Trump for one reason and one reason only. And the rest of it is just politics and personal opinion. But global warming is literally real, and Trump literally said it wasn't. There's really no other compelling. Bees, He's passionate our about bees global warming. are dying. I walked outside to come to the car. Honeybees everywhere, dead. If they go, we go. We go. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's, it's the acidification of the ocean is going to rise. The oxygen levels are going to go down. Food's going to go down. It's just not great. It's not a great look for America in 30 years. And Trump, being a man who's going to define the course of America's uh, policies on global warming for the next four years, mm. that makes me incredibly uncomfortable. America, it's, if the honeybees die, you can't get chicken nuggets. <laughs> that you can't. <laughs> Vote. Won't happen. Please Vote wisely. Save the honeybees. Please, like, whatever Biden does that is bad can't outweigh the extinction of our entire human species. I know that's a terrible thing to say. Lesser of two evils. Oh, it doesn't matter what atrocities Joe Biden commits. At least we stop global warming. But at the same time, that's really important. And uh, I'm just passionate about it. I just kind of want a world to live in while my kids are running around without a decreased oxygen level. <laughs> I don't want to live in the I don't want to live in the Lorax world. I'm just saying. I got you. Man. I got you. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. Mood. Yeah. So, are you two? Have we? Have we said enough? Is is that it? There's never There's enough never. with politics. There's so much more to really say. Going on and on. But the whole point of this was to have you guys debating and for me to choose a side. Yeah. Vote. Yeah. If we get this up by voting time, I don't know if we will. But if if we get it up after voting time, if you didn't vote, you suck. There it is. No. <laughs> All right. Toodles. All right. Yay. Yay.